0: They are the High Kids. Your host today is Jaden. Good afternoon and welcome to the High Kids Show on one hundred and one point nine. Thank you for choosing the High Kids Show on HiFM. FM. My name is Jaden and I am ten years old. And we will and I will be hosting for you today. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. Coming up on Chai Kids today, I will be interviewing Tersha Bateman, the manager from Happy Pack Dog School. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about how to treat and how to train your pets. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about the exciting job of our guest in studio today. Also... On the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a guest the song to challenge your musical knowledge. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss this kid's show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1.50 Rand. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name so we know who it was from. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids Today. Hi Kids. For kids by kids. They are the High Kids. Your host today is Jaden. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden, and I am your host for today. Before we start my interview today with Tasha Bateman from Happy Pack Dog School, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. The tongue twister is, "Any noise an oist an oyster." A bit later. I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 010 140 3020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Tertia Bateman from Happy Pack Dog School sitting with me in the studio today. So if you have any questions for her, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Tertia, and welcome. Hi, Jaden. Thank you so much for having me today. It's awesome to be here. I am very excited to have you with me on my show today. (laughs) I love animals myself, and I have a beautiful beagle named Buddy at my home. And so I would like to ask you a few questions all about your job and what you actually do. So here we go. What made you choose a career working with animals? Well, when I was little,
1: I think I was about six or seven. I just that's the only thing they were my best friends. I only wanted friends as uh, the animals as my friends and you know they are just the best friends you can have. And I always wanted to become a vet, but at that time, many 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 years ago, there weren't a lot of options. You could could become a vet or you could become a wildlife ranger. And let me tell you, math failed me, so I could not become a vet, but I went different routes, but animals were always part of my life. I always had many pets and I couldn't stay away from other people's pets. And then I got a dog who had a lot of problems. She was very reactive. She wanted to bite everyone and she was not a happy dog. And I decided, well, I need to help this dog. And how can I help this dog? So I started researching and then I found schools who teach you how to become a dog trainer and behaviorist. And that's where I started.
0: Well, that was, kind of nice. was actually kind of young, and it's nice to was actually kind of young, and it's nasty here that you're interested in interested in animals. That time, have you always loved dogs? And what age did you decide you <laughs> wanted to be a dog trainer? Well, we've always had
1: dogs. I've never had my own. I've always had cats. And we had a rat as a pet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first time I got my own dog, I was about 15 years old and I got this little scruffy dog. And I have to say, the age that I decided I'm going to become a trainer and a behaviorist, I was about,
0: let me get this right, I was about 23. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have your own dogs at home? And if so, how many and what types of dogs? way too many dogs. (laughs) I've got nine dogs at
1: the moment. And um, most of them are rescues from shelters. And most of them are terriers, German shepherds and border collies. That's a lot of numbers. Could you (laughs) tell me all of their names? I can. Um, I hope they forgive me if I forget one. So my oldest dog, he's 14 years old. He's called Moe. He's a Scottish Mm. Terrier. And then I've got Echo, who's an Airdale Terrier. And I've got Chelsea, who's a Border Collie Cross. And then I've got Jack, who's another Scotty. And let's see, there's Ozzy, who's a German Shepherd Mix. Mm. And we've got Shanti, who's a Collie mix. And I've got Dobby, who is a Jack Russell mix. I think that's all of them.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Do you have to study any courses to become a dog trainer? Oh, yes, you have to.
1: You have to study about for four years, and then you can qualify as a behaviorist or a trainer, but then you have to continue studying. You can't
0: stop. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I think being a dog trainer could also be scary. As I know, there are some dogs that are not well trained and can bite. Have you ever had a scary thing happen with a dog?
1: Oh yes, I used to work at a rehab center where we worked with really aggressive dogs and we you learn you have to learn to read them and you learn how to be quick and you learn how to get out quickly and you know, check a lot of things before you go in with that dog or meet up with that dog. But dogs can be unpredictable. So, yes, I've had many, many scary moments with dogs.
0: <laughs> oh, I sometimes play too close to my dog's face mm. or go too close to him where he, when he is eating. And he gives me a growl to warn me to stay away. What other signs do dogs show to let you know they're irritated? Oh, that's such a good question.
1: That is such a good question. So if you look at the dog, his body might become a bit stiff. And I'm assuming when you go too close to your dog, you can see his body becoming a bit stiffer. And he's kind of looking at you like that. (laughs) If you can see the white of your dog's eye, so he's looking up at you and you see a little quarter moon white in the eye, we call that the whale eye. That means your dog is giving you a warning. Um, Growling is also a warning, yes. And yet they've got lots of other signals like yawning, Mm. um, yeah, and shaking their body off like they're shaking off water. Let's think, those are the big ones. And suddenly, if there's no reason for them to start scratching themselves, they start scratching themselves
0: as well. Those are signs that
1: they might be a bit stressed.
0: That's very interesting, uh, and I will look out next time. Good. What is the hardest thing to teach a dog? Hmm. So
1: it's not the hardest thing to teach the dog. The problem is people don't practice it enough, and that is calling your dog to come. So it's really easy to teach it, but you have to practice every single day. Otherwise, your dog's going to start ignoring you. Um, So you have to practice. And when the dog comes to you, give him a treat every single time. And that's the thing people struggle most with. What is the easiest thing to teach a dog? The easiest thing to teach a dog is to touch your hand with his nose. That's such a cool game to play with your dog. And the Mm -hmm. other easy thing to teach a dog is how to sit when you ask him to sit. (laughs) How do you reward a dog
0: for doing something
1: good? So you can give him a treat, or you can give him cuddles, Mm. or you can give him a toy. It really depends on what your dog likes most. So some dogs don't really like food that much, they prefer a toy, so you can give him a toy if he did something well.
0: And playing games with your dog as well. It really depends on what the dog likes. You know what, my dad always goes to the shops and buys treats for my dog Buddy. Just... By the eyes, the puppy eyes, he shows me, just like I have to give him even if he doesn't do something <laughs> good. And then my dad comes home, wow, the treat's all gone. <laughs> yes, they they do train us very well, the dogs. Mm. Yeah. How do you let a dog know that they have done something naughty?
1: Okay, so this this is... We don't really let them know because dogs, you know, they do what they do because Mm. they're dogs and sometimes we don't like what they're doing. So the only thing we really can do is teach them what to do instead. So let's say your dog is jumping, jumping, jumping up against you and we see that as being naughty. But that's normal for the dog. So what you can do is teach your dog to sit down instead. Mm. Are all dogs clever? Yes, of course. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like people, they learn different. They, you know, different breeds learn different in different ways, just like us people. So we just have to find how that dog learns best. But all dogs are clever.
0: Oh. Is there a breed of dog which is easier to train than another
1: breed? Yes. And the way, reason I say that is a lot of dogs were bred to work with people. So they pay a lot of attention to us. And those dogs are generally easier to train. So your Border Collies, your German Shepherds, your Labradors, all those type of dogs who were bred to be by their people all the time. Those are
0: easier to train than the others. And what, like, just tell me one animal that, that's harder to train. Your Sharpays. Your chow-chows, they're they difficult. They're a bit more difficult mm-hmm. to train. When I see a Doberman or a Rottweiler, I get scared, as people have always said that these are more dangerous than a Maltese poodle. Is this true? It, they're bigger and they're more intimidating.
1: I think that's why people are more scared of them. I've been bitten by a Maltese. Oh. I have not been bitten by a Rottweiler or a Doberman. But it d- does depend on the training. It also depends on how that dog feels that day. If he's having a bad day, he might bite. So it's, it's you know, it's, we can't say that one breed's going to be more aggressive than the other one.
0: Oh, okay. So like even Maltese Poodles is bitten, like you yes, said. Yes, Maltese can be very <laughs> aggressive. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So on that note, let's take a quick song break and we will be right back. Hi Kids, for kids by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Jaden. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden and I am 10 years old. Before I carry on my, with my interview with Tersha Bateman from Happy Pack Dog School, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is Any Noise noise an Oyster. And our guest the song for today is... Send your SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019 if you know what the song is. If you have any questions for Tersha Bateman from Happy Pack Dog School, you can send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061-895. 895-1019 or call on 010-140-3020 Now, let me carry on with the rest of my questions for Tersha. Tersha, are you ready to share some more interesting facts with me and all my listeners today? Yes, let's go. Thank you. (laughs) For a family who, who has young children do you recommend them to get a certain breed of dog? that's also very tricky. So I would
1: say the big thing for me is a lot of people do get border collies and border collies have a tendency to nip if you walk away from them because their job is to keep people together and keep sheep together. And as soon as you walk away, they think they need to bring you back and then they start nipping at your ankles or your calves. So that could not that's not fun for kids. And then your big, big dogs, like your bulldogs and your Rottweilers, they tend to push kids over. Mm. <laughs> so that's also not a lot of fun for kids. Um, I wouldn't say, I would say do research. See mm. if the dog will fit in with your family and with the age of the kids and see if there's any behaviors that might become a problem. But I can't say, you know, I can't say that get sp- this specific breed or stay away from this specific breed.
0: Oh, okay. Would you recommend people to adopt a rescue dog rather than buy a puppy from a breeder? So, yes, absolutely.
1: We have so f- a very few ethical breeders around. So if you find an ethical breeder who does health checks, who does the right thing for the development stage, stages for the dog, um, who microchips the puppy, who... Um, also does um, vaccinations through a vet then you know get your puppy through a breeder but there are so many cute puppies Mm. (laughs) at the rescues who's just waiting for a home so you know what and it's cheaper to get a puppy from the adoption shelters are some breeds of dogs better with children yes i would say that some breeds of dogs are definitely better your Labradors and your Retrievers—they are very strong. They can push a kid over, but they're so tolerant. Mm. Um, they're very tolerant. So if you want, you know, if you have kids who's a bit rough, or we want to have kids not be so rough, but they do tolerate things a bit better. As a trainer, what has been your greatest success story? Oh, there's so many. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I used to work with a dog who used to be feral. That means he was not friendly. He was not comfortable around people. He was not comfortable around dogs. He's probably never really been touched by people. He just kind of lived in the felt on his own. And then he came to the rehab center where I used to work and I started working with him and we I did something that's called clicker training, which is how they teach, how they train dolphins and wild yeah. animals. <laughs> so I started working this way with him because I couldn't touch him and he was afraid of me. It took a couple of years, but he was eventually a little cuddle bug. He came to you, he wanted attention and he was so clever. He was yeah. so, so, so clever. He could do tricks that other dogs could not. So um, I would say that was, that's my favorite, favorite story. He was a, he was a Sharpay dog, so very difficult to train, but he was absolutely my favorite dog to work with.
0: Wow. Wow. So in other words, he eventually got smarter and got used to people because of you.
1: I I don't want to, I think, you know, uh, there's a lot of things. There's, it wasn't just me. There were other people there as well who were very kind to him and treated him with respect. So it wasn't just me. It was just teaching him that, uh, you know, humans can be good as well and not just bad. So it was a whole team of people um, who worked with this. Who, you know, it's a whole process. It's not just one person.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Have you ever trained a dog to be a guide dog for a blind person? I have never done that. There's a specific school for that. Yeah. Um, so you would, if you want a dog like that, you would go to the um, guide dogs for the blind. I have trained a dog to do service behaviors, like um, taking out clothes from the washing machine and dragging the basket to the washing line so you can put it up, how to take socks off, how mm-hmm. to take shoes off, how to take the bedding off the bed. So I've done that, but I've not worked with a
0: guide dog before. Well, I never thought someone could teach dogs to do
1: that. Oh, yes.
0: Hmm. No, you definitely can. How does a dog trainer identify if it is fear or stress in a dog? Wow, that's very,
1: (laughs) such a good question. Hmm. Um, Yeah, so it looks very much the same. And I think the root of stress is often fear. So it could be because you know they're stressing because they're scared. So it would look very familiar. Um your stress, you get stress signals. That's um basically like I've I've told you with the the whale eye and the shaking of the body and the tensing up And a dog who's scared might look a bit different. A dog who's scared makes himself smaller. He tries to hide away. He tries to run away. He's got his tail tucked in between his legs. Yeah, so that is how you could discriminate between the two. But they often go together.
0: For this next question, for the one before the one you just answered, you said that there's a different place for these kind of dogs. But the question is, have you ever trained a police dog?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) They have very specialized training. Um, I really only train pet dogs Uh, um, to be able to live with the humans without there being any um, problems you know helping the dogs and the owners understand each other Um, yeah and I've done some I've worked with reactive dogs and aggressive dogs helping to rehab
0: them but never police dogs no Mm -hmm. what is the best advice you can give someone who is really very scared of dogs dogs (laughs) that's that's a
1: very good question as well I would say that if you want to overcome your fear go to a positive reinforcement trainer and ask them to help you to introduce you to dogs so you could probably just go to a puppy class and the trainer can help you um, play with the puppies and teach you what to look out for and then when you feel ready you can maybe um, meet an older dog but if you're very scared of dogs And it's just a situation where this dog comes up to you Mm. all of the sudden. And now what? Remember to breathe. If you can relax yourself, if you can relax your body and just be calm, that dog is going to also be a bit more calm. The dog doesn't necessarily want to bite you. He probably just wants to sniff you and see who you are and so on. So um, just stay calm. If the dog is aggressive, get some things, stay calm, walk backwards, go away. get away from the dog and put something in between you and the dog. Oh.
0: Is it easier to train a puppy
1: or an older dog? Um, puppies have very short attention spans. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's easier to train puppies because they have not learned anything before. So what you teach them is the first thing they learn and, you know, they stick with that. But you cannot train them for very long because if they see a a leaf blow (laughs) past them, they go and chase the leaf. Whereas older dogs have a much longer attention span and they can train for longer. So, yeah.
0: What are common mistakes you notice? Wait, what are common mistakes you notice dog owners make when they're trying to train their dog themselves? They don't pay them enough.
1: So imagine you go, what's your favorite class
0: in school? Uh, Let's just say uh, art. Why? Because I like being creative. And And it's fun, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Okay. So a lot of people think training should be this very strict thing and it shouldn't be fun. It should be formal. Training should be fun. Mm. People should have fun with their dogs. That's what, when the dogs learn better. So if our dogs are having fun and we can be silly, we don't need to worry about what other people think of us. I've done really weird things to get dogs to play with me and train with me. So just, just have fun. That's the most important thing. If I
0: find a dog walking alone on the road and it seems lost, what do you suggest I do? I would um
1: so I would look at how does the dog look? Is he injured? Is he very skinny? Um if you say he's looking lost, like we we call it road savvy. Does he have any road savvy? Does he know what to do when he's in the street? Does he know to get out of the street when there's a car coming? Does it look like you know, does it look like he's completely lost and scared? If you see that, you could call the SBCA. And tell them where the dog is. The best thing is to stay close by so that you can help the SPCA to get to the dog. Because very often um, the dogs just run away and the mm-hmm. SPCA guys can't find them. Otherwise, um, like like me, I would go and catch the dog. But I have learned how to. I've, I've learned the skills and the techniques. You have to be very careful. Because um, not all dogs in the streets are lost, hey? So some of them just kind of know what they're doing. So we leave those dogs um, and hope they find their homes because we don't want to get bitten. Okay. We don't know if those dogs have been vaccinated. Yeah.
0: Okay. I read a quote that said, a person who has never owned a dog has missed a wonderful part of life. Do you agree with this quote? Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Yes. Dogs are such
1: great teachers. They teach us so much. So, yeah, I I feel really sorry for people who can't have dogs. Can you train
0: more than one dog at a time? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Tertia Bateman, from Happy Pack Dog School, for coming on my show today and for this very interesting interview. I know I have learned so much. Hi, kids. For kids. By Kids They are the Hi Kids Your host today is Jaden. This is Hi Kids For Kids by Kids My name is Jaden, And I am 10 years old Lots of answers ha- have come through For the Guess the Song Challenge Thank you all for playing Let's find out what the answer To our Guess the Song Challenge Question is The answer is, drumroll please. I'm gonna run this dump from the lion god. Well done to those who guessed it right. This has been Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Jaden, and I am 10 years old. Thank you again to my guest Tersha Bateman, the manager from Happy Pack Dog School, for coming on my show today. Thank you to my producer Senna, and also to Vusi for pushing the big red buttons. Please. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. I'm very sad to say this, but goodbye, kids.